From WebmasterRadio.fm, the official radio network of the PRSA, welcome to PRSA Primetime, featuring exclusive news, highlights, and interviews. Reporting on location from the PRSA trade show floor, here is your host. This is Maria Retan at Webmaster Radio, and I'm at the PRSA International Conference in Sunday, sunny San Diego. And joining me right now is Michael Herman, CEO of Communication Sciences International. And uh, big day for you. You were the recipient of the Gold Anvil Award. How does it feel? Well, it's, it, there is no greater pleasure than to be recognized by your peers in your profession. Uh, and I guess in the entertainment industry, it's equivalent to getting the best actor award, Oscar, or you know. So uh, it, it's it's wonderful to know that the the contributions that you've made are recognized by those around you because they're the ones who really have the best judgment as to whether or not you've made a difference. Well, you clearly have. You've been in the business since, what, around 1970? Before that, though, you had a career in music. So you, you have a very eclectic background. And, um, and you, you, ro- you rose through the rank. You were at Union Carbide, and, um, and then you were at Epley, and, and then you started your own shop. Of all the things that you've done, I know this is asking a lot, what were some of the most meaningful things? Well, I think the things that, that stick with you over the years are, are kind of the firsts. Um, you know, I, I was able at, at Carbide to start one of the first video communication departments in a, in a Fortune 50 corporation. And we created a, an employee video news magazine at a time when nobody had ever done that. Um, and that led to one of the first uh, national VNRs uh, because we were doing a segment for uh, the employee magazine on the the reconstruction of the Statue of Liberty and the carbide technology that was being used to do that. And it occurred to me that why couldn't we send that uh, to the local New York stations and and see if somebody might be interested in using it. And it went viral from there and became national. Uh, So um, I I guess it was one of the first video news releases that that was used uh, widely anyway. Uh, the other things have been mostly about people. I mean, the the creation, I, I was lucky enough with Dr. Mitch Javidi and, and Dr. Larry Long to create one of the first two um, computerized focus group feedback mechanisms in the United States to use with the little dial things that you see everywhere right, now. Right. Our, ours was was so elemental that it was the the handhelds were actually made out of wood and had a dial on them and they had cords that came and went back to the computer. And but it it led to things like doing uh, shadow jury research, which had never been done before, and and things looking at at the effectiveness of communication in warning labels on products and so you know as as a public relations professional uh, we we were one of the first to ever be published in the American law journals and and bar association journals across the country for creating a methodology where lawyers could actually test messages on shadow juries before they went into the courtroom so I mean there there are lots of firsts like that that occurred to me as as I look back over the career but it was never planned. It was always uh, kind of 
life happens to you while you're planning. Right, right. And what a life it's been, and I know you're not done. Uh, in your remarks, you talked a lot about the people who took you under your wing, and you even said that your career was built on the, the shoulders of giants. And I would imagine you said you've kind of been inundated by some of the PRSSA folk here and the, the, the students, our next generation, if you will. And I would imagine that many people would say that their careers will be built on your shoulders. What is your legacy? What do you hope your legacy is? I hope that uh, I am remembered, uh, if nothing else, as for somebody who constantly advocated that we look at ourselves and reevaluate who we are and what we're doing. People tend to say that our profession started in 1948 or 1949, and and I just I don't believe that to be true. Uh, there have been change agents and change managers and, and communicators. You know, the first one that I found uh, is is in the Bible when uh, Moses says, you know, I am slow of speech and, and I can't do this. And, and God says, well, Aaron, your brother is pretty facile at languages. We'll let him be your spokesperson. So, I mean, our profession has been around a long time. Uh, but what I'm advocating and have been for the last two or three years is is to stop thinking of ourselves as communicators because communi what we do that's that's like a builder saying that they are a carpenter they're not um, communication is the tool that we use what we are is change agents what we are are change managers so the management of change is where we ought to be looking it, it includes research it includes the, the communication tools it includes the technology but the thoughts and the ideas and the vision the the research that it takes to look at an organization and the environment around it and say here's where the changes are coming from and here's what you need to be doing in order to prepare for those changes and here's the way that you communicate to the the rest of the world how you're impacting those changes it's not about communication it's about changing and supporting human behavior that's what we do um, you received a standing ovation uh, at the conclusion of your remarks today, and at the end, um, you gave some words of advice. Would you repeat them? I'm not sure I can repeat them verbatim. It's been a long day, but basically, the thought that I closed with was that all of us need to be aware of the footprint that we're leaving behind, the actions that we take, the words that we speak you need to understand that there are always people listening and it may be the next generation after you and they're going to they're going to base their ideals and their and their value judgments and their behavior on on how they see us behaving so i i basically said that you know if you're going to shine a light make sure that the light that you shine impresses those who follow after because if if not if you don't live your life in a way that people can follow you and believe in you, nobody's going to follow you and nobody believes anything you say. Hear, hear. Michael Herman, recipient of the Gold Anvil Award. Congratulations um, and may your light continue to shine as well. I, I am still so humbled by the fact that they have done this for me that it's, it's, it's amazing to me.
And you should. And there's a mariachi band playing in the background, so I think it's time for you to go officially celebrate. I think they may have adult beverages. <laughs> <laughs> well, go enjoy. You have definitely earned it. Congratulations. Thank you for listening to exclusive coverage of the annual Public Relations Society of America's International Conference, only on webmasterradio.fm.